Hello and welcome. NHL regular season hockey has finally arrived with two games being played in Prague over the weekend. In this episode, we will be recapping those two games and then preview tonight's card. We got uh, a couple games in the NHL tonight. Let's get to biz. You're listening to Fantasy NHL Today. This is Fantasy NHL Today. I am your host, Blake Creamer. You can find me on Twitter at Blake Creamer SE. This is a Sports Ethos presentation. Thank you, Sports Ethos. And uh, what is up? Oh, my goodness. Uh, NHL hockey tonight. I am excited. Uh, yeah, we are a little late to the game. I wanted to get this podcast out to you a little earlier, but uh, got uh, some sick, sick toddlers in the house here. So uh, that's kind of been taking up my time. But I'm happy to do it now, and it seems like the perfect time. So uh, this episode here, like I said, we're just going to recap those games. We're going to talk about the games tonight. We will also talk about some players that you can pick up if you're looking to stream tonight. Um, And I will be releasing another episode a little later in the day just for some streaming strategies for this week. Again, sorry, uh, apologies, that's a little bit late. Um, But I'm going to be getting those streaming episodes out uh, definitely on the weekend so that you have time to set your lines and, and make some picks, okay? So... Here we go. Without further ado, let's get into some news. News! New news! 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 All right. Um, I will catch you up. As I said, it's been a little while since I've talked with you. So, um, a couple things have happened. Uh, big. Big news that happened really was uh, one of the last uh, restricted free agents, Jason Robertson of the Dallas Stars, signing a nice contract, four-year, $31 million. That's uh, 7.75 uh, annually. And uh, that's a great deal, I think, for the Dallas Stars, that's for sure. Um, I really thought uh, Robertson was going to get a little bit more than that. I mean, he's he's 23 years old, um, so, you know, this, this contract's going to take him through to his 27th year, and then he'll hopefully be able to kind of re-up for, for a little bit more. Um, isn't that weird saying well, a little bit more than $7.75 million? Yeah, but that's the climate uh, in the NHL, and that's fine. So one thing that was interesting to me is – um, Matt Barzal just signed a $9.5 million contract. So that really, that was a bit of a surprise. I think, um, I know Barzal's contract is a bit high and I think Jason Robertson's contract is a bit low. So uh, definitely a good thing for the Dallas stars. Uh, obviously we need to get him back in there. He's their best player. And then it reunites them with the top line. Um, it is uh, Ropa Hintz, Pavelski and Robertson. They had a great year last year. And I think Robertson should pick up where he left off. I mean, I, I would expect he's going to start a little slower. He did miss all the preseason, um, you know. So um, I've just seen that before. Guys hold out a little bit, and they they have a bit of a slow start. So you can, I, I would expect that for Robertson. But um, you know, he, he's going to be just fine. And uh, this is a great great deal for the Dallas Stars. A couple other things, uh, just some. Uh, now the preseason's over and we got some lineups set with teams. Just a couple interesting things I saw. Um, Juraj Slavkovsky of the Canadians did uh, end up making the team. That hulking uh, 
uh, I think he's 18 or 19 uh, year old. So he did make the team, but uh, it sounded like it was a little bit of a lackluster preseason. He was either, you know, um, looking like a superstar or just, you know, fading into nothing. So, and I, I'm, that's to be expected for a young player like that um, with the tools that he has. Um, so I, he is, looks like he's slotted into play on the third line. He does have Brendan Gallagher there. So that's kind of nice, uh, but he's not getting any power play time at the point at this point. So, Keep an eye on him. Keep an eye on Slavskovsky. I, I don't think he's... It just doesn't look like the opportunity is there for him, at least at the start of the season here, where he's going to be able to be very fantasy relevant. So um, I'm definitely interested to see how, how he goes, right? Young kid, though. So Slavskovsky, good job to you. Uh, made the team. We'll see what happens. We'll see if he makes it past his first nine games as well. So just something to keep an eye on. And as well, another young player, Cole Perfetti. Monster Getty. Um, he ended up making the team as well. Um, and I did speak a little bit on Perfetti earlier uh, in other episodes. He's going to get some top six deployment. And I think he's a he's definitely a dark horse or he's in the, he's going to be in the running for the Calder probably at the end of the year. Um, just because he's such an offensive player and he's also getting good opportunity with good players. So he's slotted in right now on the second line with uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois and Blake Wheeler. That's pretty darn nice. Okay. And he's getting some power play time as well. So, you know, it might be power play too, but... Still, some some options are there for him, some opportunities. So keep an eye on Perfetti, okay? Um, that's a nice uh, little piece there. And also, um, I did want to just talk about some some injury news. Uh, that that uh, Now that the season is uh, kind of officially starting for every team besides uh, Nashville and San Jose uh, in the next couple of days here, um, we've got guys that were showing injured that are now look like they're going to be ready for camp. Uh, sorry, ready for uh, the first game. So uh, the aforementioned Pierre-Luc Dubois, he did tweak something in one of the preseason games, sat out uh, the last preseason game, and it looks like he's going to be back uh, for opening night. Mikhail Sergachev, my boy, Sergey, Sergey. I must break you. He's gonna, he looks like he's trending towards playing in game one tonight. Nick Suzuki uh, had an injury through the preseason. He's going to be back, looks like. And Taylor Hall uh, was also a full participant in practice with the Bruins, so um, he'll be back. That's that's nice, especially if you got Taylor Hall late in your drafts. I think there's going to be some good value there, um, especially at the beginning of the season with Marshawn out. Hall's going to be getting first uh, first line power play, first line deployment um, with some really good players. So that's good. Um, John Tavares as well. I just uh, been following Twitter this morning. He says he's good to go, so he's going to play in their their opening game. So that's great because. Um, Tavares, his ADP dropped significantly in Yahoo um, just with the news of the injury. So players were, you know, uh, fantasy GMs were getting him uh, at a major discount. And, you know, where he should be going in the, you know, late 50s, early 60s, he was sometimes going in the 90s. So good job to you if you picked up Tavares at value. I mean, he should have a good year anyway. Um, I think uh, Leafs are going to be hungry this year, obviously with all the past failures. Um, you know, I think the Leafs are going to be real hungry. I think the whole team is going to play pretty well. And then Cam Atkinson uh, looks like he's trending towards playing opening night. Uh, that's coming from John Tortorella, though. So, you know, we'll, we'll, look, we'll keep an eye out um, for that and just see. I mean, Cam Atkinson might be one of the only guys on the Flyers that could be fantasy relevant. Cam Atkinson, um, you know, still streamer level, I would think. And then Kevin Hayes as well, uh, the top line center there. These are guys you can stream in. They're probably available on your wire. So check it out. But uh, Cam Atkinson could be ready. And then Big Bess. Big Besser. Brock Besser. Vile weed! Looks like he is going to be ready for opening night uh, with his hand injury. So 
Yeah, if not, he should be just a couple games. So, again, Besser, uh, he he fell. He he was just already uh, ranked very low in drafts. So it, you know, if you got him with one of your last two picks, I think you're going to be happy with it. Um, I think Besser is a is a good shot to get uh, 30 goals this season. You know, I I think his floor is going to be 60 points and probably. You know, he doesn't have much of a ceiling, unfortunately. I think his ceiling is probably 70 points. But I think you got a pretty safe floor with Besser as long as he stays healthy. Um, I just saw today the Canucks are running Besser on power play two, and they put Andre Kuzmenko up on power play one. So that's an interesting development as well. So something to keep an eye on. But, uh, I mean, I looked at both lines, and the uh, Canucks power play looks pretty good this year. And I am from Vancouver, and, you know, I'm definitely a homer. And so I'll do my best to keep my... Uh, uh, biases to myself, but uh, I, I do like the way that um, the two power plays look. I think on the second power play, power play they had Besser, Hoaglander, Garland, um, OEL. I can't remember the fifth player, but um, yeah, look, just looks solid, right? And then and the first power play was just real dominant last year for the Canucks. Uh, now with Kuzmenko on there, that could be pretty sweet. So if you got Kuzmenko in your drafts, well done to you. I got him in uh, three teams, and I got, I got him all, all those three teams. I got him with my last pick, so that could be a nice little piece of value there. And I feel good about myself. Okay, that is all we got for the news. Let's talk about these games that happened. We actually had some games. That is awesome. So uh, both games in Prague played Friday, Saturday. Um, you know, yeah, it has been a little little while since those happened, but some there were some interesting things that happened in those games. So let's go through it. Um, so, uh, the game on October 7th, Nashville won 4-1. to one. It was a good game. I got to watch a lot of it. And uh, it didn't feel like a 4-1 to one game. There was an empty net goal there, so it was, it was tight for most of it. But let's go through uh, some of the San Jose players and just kind of look at some of the fantasy uh, values they were able to bring you. So, their goal scorer uh, was Thomas Hurdle. Are you a member of the Turtle Club? Well, not exactly. Not exactly. But am I not turtly enough for the Turtle Club? Uh, nice little story there. Uh, Hurdle is from Prague and uh, had lots of uh, friends and family in the arena there. So he was extra jacked up. Big Selly on the goal. It was kind of just a loose puck in front of the net and he just roofed it. So Hurdle is a guy, um, again, that, that is, is being drafted pretty late. And he, he has some, his peripherals are not terrible. And, and uh, I mean, as you'll see, just if these two games are any indication of what kind of deployment he's going to get I mean he played 21 minutes uh in the first game as their top line center top line power play you know he had uh, a goal two shots and one hit um uh, and then Meyer his his line mate uh, he got an assist on that he had five shots um and two hits so Meyer obviously in category leagues he's going to be your he's going to be your value on this team and I think he's going to have a great year. He's probably going to get over 300 shots again. So if shots is a category you're looking for, Meyer's the man. He's a legend. Um but uh on that top line as in game in that game 1 there, they had Luke Kunin um playing on the top line and he ended up playing 21 minutes himself. He was the high minute man for forwards. Luke Kunin. Yeah, look him up. I know. He was uh, he was uh on the um Nashville Predators last season um interesting deployment so last season Luke Coonan he had 22 points in 82 games not setting the world on fire my guy so you know 22 points he played all all 82 games but uh Luke Coonan had 223 hits I mean this guy's a he's a beast he's a wrecking ball 
So um, I do find that interesting that uh, San Jose decided to give him some some more minutes. Because um, last year, he played, I think his time on ice average was uh, 13 minutes and 50 seconds. Looking at it here. Um, yeah, he played 21 minutes, over 20 minutes in the first game. So Luke Kunin, maybe someone to keep an eye on for the Sharks, uh, just if he's going to get this kind of deployment. He was on the power play too. So um, check him out. Uh, he's, he's, he's never gotten over, I, mean, I think his season high was 30, 31 points. You know, so... I, I don't. I don't really even know what to say. That would be quite a development if Luke Kunin turns into kind of like a, you know, a fifty-point guy um, with the Sharks. And, and I think you know if he keeps with this opportunity, that might happen, right? Okay, but that's really it for the forwards. Um, you know, everyone else is kind of, you know, zeros across the board. There wasn't anything you know super spectacular. Uh, one more thing on Luke Kunin. So he did have the one assist, one shot, two block shots, and three hits. So that's a nice all-around game for him. Luke Coonan. So, yeah, keep an eye on him. Moving to their defense, um, Eric Carlson, a high minute man, 26 minutes. Uh, he looked good. Um, he's just so noticeable with the puck. He's, he's very talented. He's so smooth. Um, and his passing is just bang on. And he, he looked good to me. I, I noticed him out there. He didn't get any points. He got one shot and he blocked two shots and he had one hit in 26 minutes. So, I, I expect. Carlson to have a good season I think you know he's I think he should be a lock for 50 points I I don't see how that doesn't happen uh, unless he gets injured so Eric Carlson he he could be available even on your waiver wire or you know if you got him late I think you'll like that pick because I do think he's gonna you know he's gonna get he's running that power play for sure everything's going through him and he just looks good and he looks like he's back and healthy so and then uh, Mario Ferraro is the other guy I wanted to bring your attention to he's he's paired with um Carlson and he's a beast I mean his game you know zero points he was minus one but he got two shots six block shots and one hit this guy is going to get you bangs he's going to get you blocks and they're putting him on the power play he's on the second power play so I like to see that he's a young guy I I don't know what his offensive ceiling could be really I I wasn't expecting that from Mario Ferraro so I mean, keep an eye on it. He's, uh, he, he got 24 minutes on ice, which is great. To, you know, two minutes on the power play. And uh, I, I'm just looking forward. To, uh, that's a guy I'm definitely going to watch moving forward because I like him. I picked him up on a couple teams. This like one of my last picks, you know, because I needed some bangs. And uh, he's definitely going to provide that. But if he can throw some offense on there, even like 30 points with some power play points, that's, that's not too bad. Thank you, Mario Ferraro. And then uh, James Reimer was in goal. He took the L, uh, but played very well. He led in three goals on on uh, 31 shots. So we'll see what they do there in San Jose. I think Reimer should be the guy for the most part. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Moving on to the Nashville Predators. Matt Duchesne got a goal. It was an empty netter at the end of the game. Um, Sherwood. What the heck is Sherwood's first name? Let's look it up. Kiefer Sherwood. Okay. Yeah, he played well. Uh, Kiefer Sherwood, oh, 10 minutes on ice. So, you know, he's playing third line, fourth line minutes, but he got a goal and an assist, uh, had a shot and, uh, and a hit. So there you go. Sherwood really shouldn't be too, um, relevant in fantasy circles. He did have a nice, uh, game here. So that's good for him. Um, Nino Niederreiter. Yes, it is net Niederländer. Well done, son. First game with the new team, he made a nice impression. Um, he got a goal. He was plus two, had a shot, um, and then uh, a hit. Sorry, two hits as well. So 
Um, and Nino Niederreiter can hit. He's a, um, he does a really good job with that. Uh, last season, he had 119 hits. You know, he's had uh, five seasons in the past with over 100 hits. I like him. I like Nino Niederreiter, and I, I'm, I'm interested to see how they deploy him here. He was playing third line kind of minutes here, um, but he was getting power play time, power play two. And he just had a great game. There's no question about that. He, he looked really good um, with the puck. And uh, so, so we'll see. If we can get a few more minutes out of him, he might be a real nice piece there. And he's available on a lot of your waiver wires, right? So Nino, Nino Niederreiter, just looking at Yahoo, he's, he's 25% rostered. So he's out there. You know, Obviously, those two games are done now. So if you had Nino Niederreiter, you can probably drop him and stream somebody else in. But just keep an eye on him because uh, he, he played very well in these two games. Let's keep going, okay? Uh, yeah. Oh, another another player that played very well, Ely Tolvanen. And he only played 13 minutes. But again, um, this is just a guy. He's a young guy. Um, he's a bruiser, but he's got some uh, great offensive acumen. So he, he had a goal. He just ripped the shot top corner. Uh, he had a goal, three shots, two block shots, and two hits. So he can give you cross-category coverage. Um, it's just... He's limited with the ice time that he has, right? He's getting power play two time as well. So that's good to see. Um, other than that, yeah, just the, the usual suspects did their usual stuff. Um, you know, uh, Forsberg with an assist. Uh, Granlund had an assist as well. So, um, yeah, that, that, that's the forwards there. Um, for defense, um, Yossi uh, didn't get any points, but he did have three shots, three block shots. Um, I mean, that's what you get him for. He He's going to... You know, he's going to pick it up, no question. This guy's going to be uh, one of the top fantasy defensemen by the end of the, the season, no question. Ryan McDonough, uh, first game with his new team, played very well. He played 21 minutes, got an assist. It was plus two, one shot, four block shots, and one hit. So, again, nice cross-category uh, cross coverage there. Um, he had a good game, I think. I, I like Nashville this year. I know they. I feel like they overachieved a little bit last year, but I think... Um, that they can really do something this year with, with uh, guys like Niederreiter and McDonough just, just kind of bolstering the lineup. And then you got young players like Tolvanen um, and Tanner Janot who should really kind of step up and, and, uh, and be able to help the team. So, um, yeah, it was a good game. Uh, good game for them. And then my guy, Big Juicy. A juice tiger. A juice tiger. A juice tiger. I juice everything, though. Juicy Soros. I, I wonder if, I, I don't speak Finnish, but, you know, I, I would think it's Juicy, but, I mean, if that was my name, I'd call myself Juicy. Big Juicy. Saros. Love that guy. Awesome game. One goal on 31 shots. Uh, save percentage of 968. Love that. He, he uh, especially after Hurdle scored in the first period, um, San Jose was really coming on, and uh, Saros just shut the door. He, he was not having it. He looked like just in midseason form, so... That's my guy, Big Juicy. And that's the game there. That's the first game. Uh, let's get into the second game here. So, again, Nashville and San Jose again this time. And Nashville won 3-2. So, they did sweep those two games uh, in Prague. Both of them, uh, the games seemed very close. I actually liked the way San Jose looked. So, I think, I know they took the two L's. But, you know, coming out of these games, I think that they will, they got to be happy with the way they looked. I mean, a lot of people are counting out the Sharks this year. And their roster isn't too bad. So, and they played hard. So, you know, goaltending could be a question, although, you know, Reimer did play. I thought he played well that game, but we'll see. Anyways, let's get into it here. So, the second game on the Saturday, the 3 2, 
let's get into San Jose again. So, um, you know, Coonan this time did not get uh, that same kind of deployment. He, he only played for 16 minutes. He did get a goal, though. So Luke Coonan with a goal, three shots, and uh, one hit. So, again, giving you some nice coverage there. He, he, he showed out well in Prague. So, again, keep an eye on him moving forward. Um, again, uh, this time Logan Couture was the high-minute man uh, for fours. He had 21 minutes. Um, and Kevin LeBanc uh, was the second one with 20 minutes. So two guys that didn't play a ton in the first game played a lot in the second game. So let's get into that. Logan Couture did have a goal. He had four shots, one block shot, one hit, uh, and lots of power play time. So that, that's nice to see. Uh, again, Logan Couture, a guy that's been faded big time. You know, I think for San Jose, the only guys that are consistently getting drafted are, are Hurdle and Meyer, right? And then, yeah, Couture is probably getting drafted, but much later. Um, Kevin LeBanc, maybe. Um, I mean, he had, so he didn't have any points. He did, Kevin LeBanc did have five shots, two block shots and one hit. So um, nice, probably streamer level at this point. I mean, until we see how, how it all goes moving forward. We need him to get on a heater right there, but it's nice right, right wing uh, that you can kind of stream in. Anywho, uh, and again, Timo Meyer did his thing, you know, got shut out, but got six, uh, six shots and four hits. So that, that's pretty good. You know, if, you, if you're not going to score, give me some Timo Meyer getting me six shots and four hits. That's, that's pretty good. So uh, the defenseman again, this time uh, Carlson did, uh, was the high minute man again, 27 minutes Carlson played. So that, that's nice to see him back to back with big, big minutes like that. I think the, his injury stuff is, is a thing of the past. We should, he should be good moving forward. We just need to see some points come in here. But uh, yeah, Carlson didn't do much this game. Nothing really to write home about. Mario Ferraro, my man, two assists this game. So he got two, two assists, two shots, two block shots, and he played 25 minutes. So, uh, and again, uh, almost three minutes on the power play. So Ferraro, someone to maybe look at this year. I, I, I like it. Um, I'm keeping an eye on him. I've got him on a few of my teams. So, yeah. And then uh, um, Kakinen, uh, Kakinen took the L. He, he, but uh, um, San Jose did outshoot uh, Nashville big time in this game. Um, uh, what is it? 18 to, sorry. Yeah. San Jose shot, uh, outshot them 33 to 18. So, but Kakinen did let in three on 18 shots. It's not great, but he is the backup. So moving on to uh, Nashville. So again, the usual suspects we had, uh, Philip Forsberg uh, got on the scoreboard. Matt Duchesne got an assist. Uh, Forsberg's a nice, uh, he's a nice player this year. And he, I think he was going at a value for sure. He was sometimes going around 55 or 60. Um, he could, he could definitely beat that mark. So he had a goal, four shots, uh, and a hit, you know, and he's getting first line power play time. I think it's his time. I think he's, he's in his prime. He's going to have a great year. And I've mentioned that before. Uh, Matt Duchesne with an assist, not really anything else. Uh, one player that I did notice in this game, especially was, uh, Mikhail Granlin who's a guy that's definitely available on your waiver wire. Um, he got an assist, uh, one block shot, one hit. Um, he played 21 minutes. To me, I mean, the reason I keep mentioning time on ice is it's important, especially when you're looking for counting stats. Like, you can't get these stats unless you're on the ice. So I always tend to look for guys that are getting, uh, you know, deployed in this manner. When I, when I see uh, Granlin getting 21 minutes this game, and I think, what did he get the first game? Let's take a look. Yeah, Granlund got 17 minutes or almost 18 minutes the, the first game. So he's getting a ton of ice time. He's playing on first power play with great players. Granlund, his floor is probably 50 points. 
you know, 45 to 50 points. So if he's on your waiver wire, definitely a good streamer. I mean, if you're in a deep league, you definitely don't want to leave him on the on the waiver wire. Um, another guy I wanted to mention, Tanner Janot. Again, zero points. He got one shot, one block shot, and five hits. So he's gonna he's gonna be your banger for this team. We'll see what he does. He got 15 minutes uh, time, and he's also getting power play time as well. So Tanner Janot, he's being drafted by a lot of by a lot of GMs this year. So. Keep an eye on him. We'll, we'll see what happened. A lot of teams probably overdrafted him. I almost did uh, in my live draft because I just, I just like that skill set. Like I said, he's like a Brady Kachuk light. Um, and then I'd be remiss without mentioning my man, Nino Niederreier. Another big game. Two goals this game. He had two goals. He was plus two. Uh, and he had two hits. So three goals in two games for Nino Niederreier uh, in Prague. I love that. Um, that's a great way to start with your new team. Uh, he played 14 minutes, two and a half minutes on the power play. Um, yeah, keep an eye on him because I, I, I do think he's streamer level at this point. But um, if he's going to get, uh, you know, any kind of decent deployment and he seems like a real efficient player, at least right out the gate. So I like that. All right, moving to the defense. Uh, Roman Yossi picked up his first point of the season. He got an assist. He was plus two with two shots uh, and nothing else, uh, which is kind of surprising. But he, he, he only played 22 minutes. A little bit low for him, but that's okay. McDonough, again, played very well. Um, one assist, three block shots, one hit. And then you got uh, Matthias Ekholm as well. I didn't mention him in the first game, but, you know, he, he's, he's not going to... He's a low-end uh, fantasy option for sure on D, but, you know, he's, he, he can get some stats. He had two block shots, one hit, and uh, he's getting good deployment. So he was, uh, he was almost 23 minutes on ice. And then Lankinen took the, took the big dub. He led in two goals on 31 shots. He had a great game, probably the difference in the game. So, um, yeah, those are those two games there. Um, I love that. I love that we've got some NHL uh, stuff going on. That's sort of what I'm going to try and do for our uh, hockey recap. So I'm going to, I want to talk about streaming strategies as well, but I'm going to do a separate episode for that. So I'll have one episode for the recap and then players we want to maybe watch or pick up and then we'll do a separate streaming episode. So those two games are complete. So let's move on to preview tonight's games and kind of what we want to watch for. Okay. So um, the first game we got going tonight is uh, the Rangers and Tampa Bay. Um, that game is going to be um, in Madison Square Garden. That's going to be a barn burner. I'm, I'm excited. Um, there's a couple things that, uh, that I definitely want to look at there. Um, you know, I'm not going to make any predictions on these games because it really doesn't matter. But um, for fantasy purposes, um, I definitely want to see how are they going to deploy Braden Point. Um, I noticed throughout the preseason, he was getting some second line deployment, um, playing with uh, Brandon Hagel and Alex Kalorn. Um, so I don't know what they were trying to do there. Um, right now on dailyfaceoff.com, he, he's showing as the first line center. Uh, which I hope, uh, I'm sure everybody hopes is the case. So Braden Point, Steven Stamkos, Nikita Kucherov. Money in the bank, okay? Braden Point is going to get some points. And I like it, all right? Um, But yeah, just something to keep an eye on there. Um, And also right now, Nick Paul is showing as the second line center, again on uh, Daily Faceoff. So um, that could be someone that, you know, maybe you want to keep an eye on as well. Um, He had a great end to to last year. Him and Ross Colton, their line played very well. Um, So actually, uh, both him and Ross Colton are guys that I would think, so kind of streamer level guys, if you're looking to pick up anyone for tonight's game. 
Um, let's go through that. So I've got four players here that can kind of get you certain categories, all right? And they're all rostered um, in less than uh, 50% of Yahoo leagues, okay? So first one I want to mention is Alex Kalorn. Um, yeah, you definitely you definitely want to look at Kalorn here. Um, I know he's he's sometimes capped with his you know his offense. He he did have a good year last year. Um, I mean, Kalorn uh, last season got fifty nine points in eighty two games, played all eighty two, so that's point seventy two uh, seventy two points per game. Nice season for Kalorn, and he had eighty eight hits as well, which is which is great to see. So, um, but the the real good thing you like about Kalorn last season he had twenty power play points or sorry, 14 power play points with six uh, power play goals. So um, he's getting power play one deployment with an amazing power play. And he's only rostered in 37% of leagues. I mean, what the hell am I doing here? Hey, Lloyd, look, there's some people want to ride too. Pick them up. Go pick up Alex Kalorn, especially if you're streaming for tonight's game. He can get you some points, some power play points, and maybe some hits. Um, also, Ross Colton and Nick Paul, as I mentioned, uh, for Tampa Bay. Those are both guys uh, that are getting some power play two time. So you could get a couple power play points and, and hits from those guys as well and some, maybe some shots. And, and uh, they're both rostered in 6% of leagues and 5% of leagues, uh, respectively. And then Eric Cernak, um, if you just want some straight hits and blocks, he's going to be your banger. He's going to be your beast if you need to stream someone in. It's kind of interesting streaming in the first week because everyone drafts their teams and they're hesitant to like drop anyone, you know what I mean? Because you drafted them, so why would you why would you drop them? You haven't even seen them play yet. So the first week is always interesting streaming. I always find myself not streaming very much in the first week. You kind of want to see how things shake out. So it's totally understandable. But you know, if you do have a spot, an injury or something, you put someone in the IR and you got an open spot, go get Kalorn. Um, this guy's gonna, you know, he's gonna get you something. He's gonna he's gonna get you some counting stats for sure. And then for the Rangers, um, yeah, uh, sorry, their um, line deployment. That's kind of what we want to check out with them as well and just see how it goes. Right now, as of the 10th, um, Capo Caco is getting uh, first line uh, minutes with Zibanejad and Chris Kreider. That's a plum spot right there. That's beautiful. So, I mean, Caco has, has been, you know, notoriously... Uh, underperforming so far for his career. Um, and it's been widely reported that I think they, they tried to push him too too hard too early. Um, this is a player that maybe could have used a little more seasoning, right? So, um, yeah, anyways, but now he's getting first-line deployment, so who am I to talk? I don't know. So I, I hope he has a great season. But he's definitely, you know, he's around <laughs> if you want to do some streaming, but we'll get into that in a bit. Um, and then... Uh, Vitaly Kravtsov, um, someone that uh, is, is a popular sleeper this season. He's getting second line uh, with Artemi Panarin and Vincent Trocek. Again, those first two lines are dominant, man. And then on the third line, they got uh, Philip Hedel and, and Alex Lafreniere uh, with Barkley Goodrow. That's just insane. Um, the Rangers, to me, are, are just, they're jacked up this year. They, they got quite a strong team. Their defense is insane. Their power play's nuts. I like the Rangers a lot this year, so... Um, but let's take a look at some players. Uh, those are things I want you to watch for tonight. Just see how they're deploying those lines. But um, here's some players that are available uh, if, in case you want to stream tonight, any of the Rangers. Vincent Trocek is still available in 36% of, of Yahoo leagues. So he's only rostered in 64% of leagues. Huh? Vinny Tro. For show. Tro for show. What are you doing? This guy's going to... 
I don't know why. Like, I first off, I got Vinny Trocek on five of my teams. And I should say, uh, this. I, I counted it the other day. Um, I've basically just been drafting for the past, you know, two weeks. But I counted the other day. I've got eight hockey leagues and two basketball leagues uh, that I'm doing this year. It's insane. And I'm still happily married. I don't know how uh, I'm doing it. I mean, it's it's just pure luck at this point. So, yeah. But um, I've got Vinny Trocek on probably five of my teams because he was dropping so much in his ADP. So if Vincent Trocek is out there, drop your worst player and go get Vincent Trocek. I promise you'll like what you see. I guarantee it. Okay. So go get Vinny Trocek. He's available. He's going to get you points. He's going to get you power play points. And he bangs. He hits like a truck. All right. So go get him. He's getting first line power play too. So what, what are we doing here? How is this guy on the waiver wire? Uh, another guy you can pick up, Lafreniere. He's, I mean, he's getting third line, um, but he's he's only rostered in forty two percent of leagues. He can get you hits. He can get you some points. I think he will take a step in his development this year. Um, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I think him and Capo Caco could could change spots here and there. You know, or and I, I would I, I bet we could see Lafreniere on power play one at some point in the season. You know, we'll, we'll see. Or maybe not power play one. What am I talking about? Um, yeah, maybe. Who knows? Um, let's let's just go crazy, all right? But he's going to get some power play two time for sure. And I think I think he's going to turn the corner in in, uh, in his development here. So, but definitely going to get you some hits. He bangs, okay? Uh, and then Capo Caco, as I mentioned, he's only rostered in fifteen percent of leagues. So you know, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a uh, you know an upside pick, right? But if you're looking at uh, waivers, you got a spot and you want to stream somebody in, give Kako a try because, you know, he could get you some points. Um, he's getting second power play time and, you know, he was highly touted. Um, they, they really thought he was going to make a difference immediately um, once he came to the league and it just hasn't happened, but um, he's got a hell of a name. Let's let's agree on that. Capo Kako. Joey Jojo <laughs> Jr. Shabadoo. That's the worst name I ever heard. Oh, no. Hey, Joey Jojo. So your, your, your last name is Kako, and your parents are like, let's name him Capo. Right? That, that was the thought in his parents' mind. Capo, Kako. Well done. I love it. He's going on my all-name team, all right, which I will definitely uh, uh, publish to the podcast uh, very soon. My all-name NHL team, Capo, Kako, on there. Book it. And then if you want some hits and blocks, go get Keandre Miller. Um, you know, he's, he's not, he looks good. I mean, his offensive ceiling is not, uh, great this season, but, um, he's going to get you hits. He's going to get you blocks. And again, he, he's a player like Lafreniere that I think, um, has shown a lot in, in limited time. And, uh, I really think that, um, he could turn a corner this year, maybe not this year, but next year. So yeah, uh, Keandre Miller, go get him. He's uh, rostered in 38% of leagues. So Definitely a, a category uh, league player as opposed to a points league. Don't get him in a points league, all right? Uh, and that's the first game there. The second game we will be looking at, yeah, that'll be the uh, Vegas Golden Knights against the Los Angeles Kings. Again, another another good-looking game here. Uh, two teams that, that should improve uh, based on last season. And L.A. actually had a decent season last year, so I, I, I like L.A. this year a lot. I think they're going to do well. But uh, let's look at some of the players you can, you know, pick up on those teams if you need to. Uh, first off, um, I just saw a tweet that Logan Thompson is going to be in goal for the, the Vegas Knights. So that's, that's nice to get a little clarity as to what they're doing there. So um, you got to think if he's getting the first start, you know, they might be kind of leaning towards him as, the, as their starting goalie. So it, I don't know between him and Aiden Hill, 
um, what it's going to be. And then, you know, but we'll see. He's uh, Logan Thompson getting the start. I like that. That's as it should be. Let's look at Vegas first and just look for some value players you might be able to stream in for tonight if possible. Okay. Um, Chandler Stevenson. He is uh, only rushing in 40% of leagues. You know, he's getting some very good deployment um, uh, with Vegas. He's on the second line. He's And it looks like they put Mark Stone on the second line. So uh, he's centering Mark Stone on the right wing and Brett Howden on on the left wing with uh, John, Jonathan Marcheseau bumped down to the third line with uh, William Carlson. So, yeah, kind of an interesting development there. But uh, Chandler Stevenson playing with Mark Stone, that is uh, that, that could be good for him. And Chandler Stevenson has done some good things in the past. So um, definitely someone if you want to get some points uh, and potential power play points, um, you could do worse than, than Chandler Stevenson, right? He's going to get uh, – he's getting on the first-line power play as well. So um, – and he's 40% rostered. That's it. Then you get that Adonis, Phil, the Thrill, Kessel. Oh, my goodness. Ask me about my wiener. <laughs> He's playing on the top line. That away, Phil. Good job. Um, yeah, he's 23% rostered. That's it. So, I mean, he's not giving you much more than, than uh, like an assist streamer and, you know, maybe some goals, but power play points as well. I mean, is you know, he's playing on the second power play uh, on the back end there. So, yeah, he... he, he I don't even know what to expect out of Phil Kessel this season. I like to see him on the top line there. Um, I think he's still got some juice left. So, you know, 50 points, Phil Kessel, I think is probably reasonable. But uh, he's to me, he's streamer level at this point until I, until I see otherwise. And let's keep going. You know, all, other guys too. William Carlson's available in nine. He's, he's only rostered in 9% of leagues. I don't think he's going to do much this year. Riley Smith is playing on the first line though, and he's uh, only 14% rostered. So take a flyer on Riley Smith. I, I like that, actually. Yeah, I think uh, Riley Smith could really do something this year. Um, if he stays on that top line, I like that. I mean, last season he, he was injured for a bit. He had uh, a .68 uh, points per game pace uh, for a 56-82 game pace. That's pretty good. That seems about right for Riley Smith. Um, you know, I think, honestly, like his floor should be, I mean, if he plays a healthy season, it should be 50 points. But if he's playing with Jack Eichel... You know, and of course, just that that sexy man, uh, Phil Kessel. Um, you know that that we might be able to bump that up to sixty, but it depends. A lot of things have to go right. I mean, Riley Smith did have a down year last year with his shooting percentage. Um, he's only shooting at ten point seven percent. He doesn't do much else. Uh, hits blocks, not really happening. He didn't get a lot of power play points. So, um, yeah, Riley Smith, keep an eye on him. But for you know, as a streamer. He's, he's only 14% rostered, so, you know, you could go out and pick him up, and if you don't like it, just get rid of him. And then if you do want some blocks, uh, Alec Martinez is available. He's only drafted in 17% of leagues. So Alex Martinez on D, he's, he's getting some good deployment. He's going to block a lot of shots. And Braden McNabb as well for hits and blocks. He's only 9% rostered uh, as well on Yahoo. So those are some streamers that you can pick up. Let, let's move over to L.A. here and take a look. So you got your usual suspects. Um... Um, I do want to highlight a couple players here on LA that I think are going to have really good years. And I picked up in a couple spots. Uh, first one is Sean Dersey on uh, defense there. He's getting power play two time. Okay. And he's, uh, he's paired mo- uh, most of the time with um, uh, Matt Roy or Drew Doughty. So I think uh, that'll be interchangeable there, but he's getting top four minutes um, and he's getting second power play time, which I really like. So Dersey is someone that, that I think you, you can get, um, 
at least start streaming him and kind of see where it goes from there. I picked him up in a couple deeper leagues as like one of my last picks. Um, he was coming off injury, so but he looks fully healthy now. He's only 27% rostered. Uh, another player that I think, you know, you want to even higher than Sean Dursey is Victor Arvidsson. He's come off injury here. Now, Arvidsson, um, he, he can be a difference maker on your team. Um, you know, he's getting top line power play deployment. Um, with some really good players, okay? And he's coming off injury, so he, he definitely fell in drafts. He might not even be drafted. Um, so, uh, you know, he's 24% uh, drafted in, in Yahoo leagues. But um, he's he's had some some good seasons in the past. And even last year with LA, he had 48 points in 66 games, you know, 20-goal season. That was a 60-point 60, 60 uh, pace for 82 games. But he shot a ton. He had 227 shots in 66 games. I mean, that's that's pretty good. And he had a, a, a lower shooting percentage, so he shot only 8.8%, and his, his career average is 11%. So, you know, I, I like that. That was his highest uh, or tied for his highest shot total um, that he's had in his, his career. You know, he has had some trouble staying healthy, so he's, he's got to stay healthy. But um, I think Arvidsson could be a really nice sleeper pick, um, you know, someone who, you know, maybe a streamer with benefits that you pick up. Um, he doesn't do anything really peripherally, but he should get, uh, you know, he had eight power play points last year. He should get more than that this season. Um, and yeah, and he had a couple assists in his, his lone preseason game. He looked very good. So those are the two guys I think I would definitely target on LA and uh, for a real deep sleeper, look at Arthur Kaliev. He's uh, drafted in 12% of leagues. Um, Arthur Kaliev, he's an efficient, uh, uh, very efficient player. Um, let's take a look at Arthur Kaliev. So um, he's currently getting, uh, he's showing on the fourth line there. He's playing with Blake Lazat and Carl Grundstrom. Who? I don't know. I don't know who those guys are, but uh, I like the, you know, Blake. I have some, you know. My name's Blake. Are you out of your goddamn mind? Whatever. But yeah, Arthur Kaliev. he is going to get a little power play time, looks like. Um, he's, he's, he's manning the point on the second power play unit. Uh, he gets l- basically no minutes. So um, if any, like, like last season, he got, uh, you know, a- average time on ice was 12, uh, 12 minutes and 39 seconds. You know, he, and he got 14 goals and 13 assists in 27 games. So bump that up another two minutes. Maybe we got a 20-goal season. Maybe we got a 35 to 40-point season. Um, and, uh, yeah, he, he just does a lot of things. Well, he's very efficient. So, and he shoots a ton as well or not a ton, but I mean, he got 194 shots last year. Um, and I think, uh, this is just a player to watch and I love that he's getting power play time. Um, if he gets a little bit more ice time, I think, you know, we could see someone kind of taking off maybe like that, that we didn't expect. So take a, take a look at Arthur Kelly. I take a flyer and feel good about it. Okay. So those are the two games that we've got coming up. Uh, I'm excited to watch these games and sort of, you know, check out those things that we talked about. Um, what I want to do now is talk about the top fantasy performer of the night. I'll usually do it of the night, but obviously this is for the, you know, the last two games. We call it the cream of the crop. The cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. fantasy performer of the night is none other than Nino Niederreiter. 
All right, he had a great couple games out in Prague, three goals in two games. He was plus four, four hits, and he got the game-winning goal in one of the games as well. So, and all that in uh, 14 minutes and 25 seconds of average ice time. So, Nino Niederreier, hats off to you. You're the cream of the crop, son. Well done. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to to watch the games tonight and just see what happens. Um, and like I said, I will be sending out another podcast with just some streaming strategies i know i'm a little late to the game but i will get those out on the weekends so that we can set our lineups and and get a full plan going okay all right well i appreciate you listening to me thanks so much uh definitely go check out sportsethos.com uh i did mention it uh mentioned it in other podcasts but a lot of basketball content uh, fantasy basketball i'm actually in a couple fantasy basketball leagues myself and uh, it's, it's been so helpful. So definitely go check that out. Some amazing content. I'm adding to the hockey content. They've got baseball. They've got um, football. So uh, definitely go check them out. Amazing company. And uh, I'm going to talk to you soon. I'll talk to you about some streaming strategies. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Celebrate your day. Bye for now. A rational explanation is hardly necessary. necessary. necessary.